All right, I'm ready, Graham. Are, are you ready for this, this this joke? Um, yeah, I am. I'm very ready for this joke. Okay. How do pirates know that they are pirates? I don't know. How do they? They think, therefore, they are. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. It's good because it's philosophical. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's intelligent humor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think uh, we might be looking at the same page here, but maybe. um is it uh rd.com slash yeah. funny stuff slash pirate jokes pirate puns? <laughs> yep. Um Yeah. Um why is pirating so addictive? I mean I know why, but why don't you tell me? <laughs> they say that once you lose your first hand, you get hooked. Or they do say that. <laughs> Should we do this entire episode talking like a pirate? I please no, that that could get a little painful. I mean, we can if we want. <laughs> I think your listeners would cast us overboard. I there'd be a mutiny. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hello everyone, and welcome to the. I'm so tempted to do it. <clears throat> welcome do to it. develop. No, 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 no. Well, I don't know. It's not even national, international talk like a pirate day. Ah, we should have done it coincide with that. We should. We should release this episode in September. Exactly. Yeah, just re-release it. But that's what we should do. We should type out everything we say, and then on international talk like a pirate day re-record it in pirate voices okay well do, we won't do okay. that but okay well maybe we will you never know yeah you'll have to wait and listen to see yeah <laughs> anyways this is the velvet room review i'm matthew and i'm graham and if you haven't guessed it this week we're going to be talking about a, a pirate theme game uh ironically called pirates or sid meyer's is it Sid, Sid Meier's Pirates. Pirates. Yeah, Sid Meier's Pirates, which originally released in uh, 2004. Yeah. So it's a it's an older game, but it's seen quite a few re-releases um, since then and ports to other consoles. But uh, this, Graham, was a uh, listener requested, was it not? Yes, this was a request from Campbell. Campbell. So. Soup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he requested this i had well i don't think either of us had any knowledge of the game going in no to be honest i didn't know um good old sid there did anything other than civilizations you know, civs i think i knew he had like a different type of civ game but i just assumed like uh doesn't he do alpha centuri yep that was one yeah so i knew he did those kinds of games i didn't realize um sid old boy uh branched out Doing a real-time pirate simulation. It's it was such a fascinating experience. Um, what did, what did you think of the game, Graham? It was a lot of fun. Like I, it was definitely a lot more fun than I was expecting it to be. Because um, like just like the feeling of being a pirate, but then like just sailing around and learning Whoa. to trade and. Um, I don't know, it sure. was like a really neat mix of all these little mini games, and it actually worked really well, I found. 
Okay, Graham, my, my world has been blown here. Um, as I do, I normally go through the Wikipedia page just to get some interesting tips and facts. Okay. The game, this is Sid Meier's Pirates, the game is a remake of Sid Meier's earlier 1987 game. Yes. Also named Sid Meier's Pirates. I did not know that. Yeah, so it's, yeah, they remade it, re-released it 2006, you said, or 2004? 2004. Yeah, so, on, yeah. I think, the original Xbox. Um, let's see here. Uh, originally on the PC, and then it came out on the Xbox uh, six months later in 2005. Yeah. And it included some multiplayer capabilities, which I think would be pretty fun. That could be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they bumped it up to the 360 in 2008, uh, to the PSP in 2007. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on also, mobile. It's on. It is on mobile. It was also released on the Wii as well in 2010, iPad on 2011, and so forth and so forth. Okay. Wow, that's I did not know that. That explains kind of a lot to me actually. I'd be it'd be interesting to see what how they compare, but uh, sorry, that just kind of really took me out of the moment there because I uh. I didn't. I just didn't realize that it didn't feel like a remake. No, it was. Whoa! Like I don't know anything about the original, but whoa, whoa! Grant. It definitely stood on its own. What? Sydney Meyer is a Canadian. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. All these games—they're all Canadian-made. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's from the bustling city of Sarnia, so shout out to Sarnia for wow. this game. Um, yeah, this. I I had a lot of fun with this game for the first three hours, and let me let me preface it by saying I only played about three and a half hours. Um, I, mean, I would say maybe four hours I played in total. Um, I started out and like played a couple nights in one week, and I was really enjoying it. Um, really liked just all the. The different aspects. I I like the sailing. I like the 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 eco- economics of it. Um, I like the humor and the wit that the game has. Mm-hmm. Um, and but then I got distracted by other stuff, and I didn't play for like two weeks. And then I, I and then I came back into it, uh, you know, earlier this week as we we're gonna prep for the podcast. And I just was like, I've kind of felt like I've done everything I I needed to do. Um. And it just, it didn't seem to be fun anymore. But those first couple hours, like the first initial discovery of the game, it was so, um, it was kind of exciting. It's like every little boy, you know, pretends to be a pirate. And this was just like the adult version of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I had, I played it for... I played like three hours on the first on the first night that I played it because it's yeah. it's like I said Meyer game it just I don't know it those kind of games suck me in for exceedingly long lengths of time um, and so like I played it for three hours and then I lost a bit of progress because I like, mm. died or something yeah yep. and so I was like okay well I'm just gonna start a new game and so <laughs> Graham why do you do that you do that all the time. Because, like, now I'm starting with, like, I've got the experience. I can, like... Oh, Graham, this is, like, that's, like, the third game you've done that with. You did that with Breath of the Wild, 
with Persona Three like twice. Yeah. And now and now with this, I don't I don't get it. I just I don't know. I like starting off on the right foot. Um, my first character was like the default name they give you is Incognito. Um, so I went with that the first time, and then the second time, I went with the name Inconspicuous. Um, mm. And yeah, I did a lot. That was like a five-hour total, maybe. Um, probably spent around 10 hours total with the game. Um, yeah, like I rescued all the family members and got married and sailed around and became the number one pirate. Uh, the only thing I didn't really do was um, I didn't um, find all the hidden locations. There's like okay. the Inca temple and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I kind of, I enjoyed it enough to basically 100% it, almost. Oh, wow, so you played it quite a bit then. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and at the end, when you rescue your whole family, you get to fight like the evil guy that uh, captured yeah. your family. The Montague guy. Yeah, it was actually a pretty cool cutscene. But then he gives you 100,000 gold. <laughs> that seems fair. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. And then I was just like, okay, I think that's a good place to stop. And I retired. <laughs> At the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you so you retired in game. Hmm. Yeah, and it gives you a like a rank. Like you can you can you retire and then it gives you all these different kinds of positions that oh, you could cool. be. So I ended up being a bishop. Oh, which neat. totally makes sense given my track record of pillaging and plundering, but <laughs> not that kind of bishop yeah so yeah. um hmm. yeah no it was i don't know i i really enjoyed like the different mix of stuff and i don't know it was it was a very easy to play just kind of relax and do some pirating kind of game i i will give it that like um it is I would call, I don't know if basic's the right term, but it's... Straightforward? You, yeah, yeah. Once you get the mechanics down, like, you know what to do and how to do it. Um, the only thing I kind of struggled with was, like, um, just the sailing your ship in the overworld and in battle sometimes. I, I didn't find, I don't know, something just didn't click for me. Like, I was trying to match my sails up with the wind, but it just kind of seemed like... Uh, I'm always in a bad position towards enemy ships and I can't turn fast enough or catch up to them fast enough. And so it, that made battles sort of frustrating hmm. and also trying to sail towards an objective going against the wind. That could be tricky. Well, it was just frustrating. Um, <laughs> what, so slow. I found that like I it definitely, I was struggling with that for the first playthrough. Um, but, after the first one, I did some digging on the wiki um, mm. and learned. And there's actually like an in-game encyclopedia. And so it'll tell you which ships, like basically what angles you should go at in order to maximize your speed against the wind. It tells you or, that in-game? Yeah. Wow. Um, and like, so like I used a war sloop for a lot of it, which okay. is a Dutch ship, I think. Hmm. Um and like you, if you went at like a 
25 degree angle with the wind or basically straight up down uh perpendicular to the wind it went really well hmm that's that's really interesting i didn't realize that i guess the ships had different i guess sailing quality quantity not quantities qualities or or yeah benefits i i I knew that they had like okay they've got weight restrictions and they've got crew constrictions and they've got you know gun constrictions and and i just didn't realize one would sail better than the other that's interesting yeah so like even if you had like square sails versus triangular sails so i must have been that you know because i changed ships a couple of times throughout and it must have been not long after i did that that i had those issues because i don't remember it being an issue the whole way through just kind of towards the end of my experience um hmm interesting yeah it could also be like if you don't have enough crew to man the boat right. it'll move slower right and i'm assuming also if your crew isn't as um happy because my crew was very unhappy when i was having these issues so yeah yeah lots of definitely um in I guess m- more depth than I uh, than I realized or experienced, but that I mean that's I guess that's Sid Meier for you. So mm-hmm. I remember I I, uh, I got a switch over the Christmas holidays, right? And I was playing some Civ Six on the Switch, and uh, I pulled a Graham and I I restarted twice because I I I was learning just that, right? Like I was learning how to play the game properly. Yeah. And so I guess I kind of see what you're saying, but I, I was also losing quite terribly. So I kind of gave up and restarted, but hmm. Graham, yeah. did you fall in love? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like I definitely, I really enjoyed the experience I had. I don't know whether I would I play meant, another I meant, game. I meant, I meant oh. with the mayor's daughter. <laughs> oh yes. So like I, my, my character did get married. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, so he had to go like to the ball and dance, and then like fight off a suitor, and then rescue her from pirates. Oh, I never had that experience. I I did fight off some suitors. Yeah. Uh, I I <laughs> I love the little wit in this game where it's like, oh, the his rather plain daughter is making an advance. Yeah. Do you beat Do you beat a hasty retreat? <laughs> No, there's good, and even like the animations too. There's a lot of character, character. wit. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. When you're taking down an enemy captain, then there's like, did you like he throws a sword and it cuts a rope and the barrel falls and yeah, yeah, knocks him off the ship. How did you find um, combat in that aspect? I found it pretty easy. Um, like. A lot of the time, their attacks are so slow, you could just hit them before they did their attack, or dodge their attack and then hit them. Mm-hmm. See, I, I found it. It was a little frustrating to me because I, I, despite the struggles I had with it, I enjoyed the naval combat more than I did the sword fighting per se. Be, just, just because of that reason, like you just tap. For me, I just tap seven, and I would most of the time I would win. Um, but it was really frustrating because like when you're fighting any of the well-known pirates, they just make a beeline right for your ship Yeah. to initiate that fight. And, um, 
I wish they kind of did. I like I, I enjoy this naval um, kind of strategy and planning your shots and, and positioning. I enjoyed that a lot more than um, the sword fighting, even though that is, you know, fun in and of itself. It's got the, those moments that you're talking about, like when you kick him up the stairs or you kick him off the boat or whatnot, like those cool little moments. Mm-hmm. I just felt like, you know, it, it did kind of just come down to hit seven to win. Um, so, but yeah. Yeah. No, the naval battles were pretty fun. Although I almost found that, like, you didn't want to damage their ships too much because, like, if you wanted to capture them or, like, you could damage them a little bit and then sometimes they would surrender. Um, I think that the reason that the enemy ships make a beeline for you is because if you sunk their ship, then you wouldn't be able to see this cutscene and all that stuff. Hmm. That would be my interpretation of it. Hmm. Yeah, actually, if you usually, if you fought a pirate ship, usually, in the game, it would, uh, they would either make a beeline for you or, like, try to sink you, but they would never surrender because they're pirates. Hmm. Yeah, all the ones I, I fought. That's what I found, at least. a beeline right towards me. Yeah. Which, you know, I guess if that's their design, that's their design. So, yeah. What are you going to do? So, one question I have Did you get a chance to try to invade a town? So, I did. Um, I That was actually the last thing I did in the game, just to see kind of what it was like, because you had mentioned that I should try it out and, and try and experience it. Um, so, I did, and I lost. Um,. But yeah, what were your what were your thoughts on that aspect of the game? Like, I thought it was interesting. Like, it completely came out of nowhere for me. This sudden tactical, like, advancement that you have yeah. to do. It, it's kind of like chess almost. That's kind of what it felt like to me. Yeah, or even like early Civ. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I actually I had to do one of them for the final mission. Oh, um, okay. And I was able to win it. Uh, but it was still, it was, it was, was interesting. The, was that the first time you did, you did do it when you had to? Yeah. Hmm. Well, no, like I did it once before oh, just because okay. I wanted to see, oh, I've heard that I can like, try to raid their villages and stuff. And I started and I was like, nope, not, not doing this. Because mm-hmm. I, it wasn't what, really what I was looking for, but it ended up being not too bad. So. Yeah. Well, even the concept of embarking or disembarking your 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 ship and walking around that to me was like, oh, that's that's weird. I didn't know I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not something you think of when you think of no. pirates. No, exactly. So that was kind of neat. Um, yeah, it. I liked. I like the the map, the hidden maps or the treasure maps, and and trying to deduce those. Like I I freed the sister, and at first I got one piece of the map. And I'm like, oh, I can figure this out. It's it says Kiraco right there, and I was like, circling Kiraco. I'm like, I have no clue what this is supposed to be. And then I got the second piece of the map, and I'm like, I don't, I still don't know what it, what it is. And then once you get the third piece, of course it all comes together. But 
I like that that aspect of like, okay, so maybe if I knew the map well enough or I recognize the landmarks well enough, I could place myself better. But what I think I know isn't enough information, so I have to go and yeah. get more maps. So, and I appreciate that it wasn't like overly um, cumbersome to do that. Um, you know, three pieces of a map is, you know, it's standard enough for a game, I would say. Yeah. The three, the three phases. Yeah, no, that, that loop wasn't too bad. No. And I like that. Um, I don't know about you, but like uh, each of the factions, so you know, the English, the Dutch, I had really good relations with some, but not so great relations with others. But I never felt like, oh man, I'm going to get attacked by every single Spanish ship out there because I'm working for the English. Um, even though I sunk a bunch of Spanish ships, right? I didn't feel like um, I was losing out on Spanish cities or Spanish quests by playing predominantly for the English. Yeah, no, they didn't lock you out of them, which I mm -hmm. thought was good. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, I, like, there was, like, one time, I think, that the Dutch were angry at me, and so they were firing at me from their ship, from their port. Um, oh, wow. But I, th I was able to curry favor with them at some point, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah. Would you recommend it? I would definitely, I would definitely recommend it, especially because like, it was inexpensive on Steam. Yeah. Um, how much? How much did we pick it up for? I think it was only like six bucks. We got it on sale though. Yeah, I think it's like ten bucks regular. Yeah, which I mean is, for a game isn't bad, and I mean like, um, as much content and things that there are to do, like it's not an epically long game like Civ, right? It's like, I think on how to beat it's like 10 or 11 hours, which I think... Yeah. Um, you know... That would be like a regular first playthrough. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's fair. Like, I think that's, that's a, a good length. For me, you know, just with the modern games that I had to compete with, I felt like, uh, you know what? I don't have the passion to play this anymore. Um because I have been pulled into another game that I hope we talk about soon. Um, and so, but still, that being said, I enjoy the time that I had with it. Um, I felt like I could experience, you know, most of what the game had to offer gameplay-wise in a shorter period of time. And so, like you said, it was a perfect game just to pop on and, you know, play for two hours and, and you know, not get frustrated or not get upset or not get too invested. Because even when you fail... Like, you get beat, you get moored or whatever, uh, you get mutinied against. You can just pick yourself back up again and, and start over very quickly. It takes, like, 30 seconds, you know, you're back on, on the seas, and it's just, you're basically starting your crew and ship up from the beginning again. But, you know, you, you still keep your um, your favor, your, your ranks, and all of that, so it's not like it's a total reset, but it's just a... Yeah. Soft reset, if you will. Yeah, no, it's definitely, like... And the game almost, like, forces you to, like, disband for a few months in-game. 
and then like rejoin because your crew yeah. will eventually get tired over time. Yeah, that I found that to be. Um, I don't know how I felt about that mechanic because it, I didn't mind necessarily like okay, that's how you level up or that's how you progress to higher levels. Um, but I didn't like that you lost your crew and and your ships after that time. Like I wish. I don't know. It kind of felt like a like a negative to me. Yeah, like it wasn't. I don't know how. Like it, it was almost like a very early form of the rogue light system of you're you're doing a new run of the game, but you keep some of their progression, hmm. um, which doesn't really completely like it gels thematically, but it doesn't necessarily gel um, hmm. like gameplay wise. Yeah. Although I guess it helps keep it fresh because then you're looking for new... Like, you have the ability to capture ships again and mm-hmm. all that. Hmm. That's true. That's a good point. It keeps the gameplay loop fresh for longer. That's true. That's a good point. That's how I'd view it, at least. Yeah. I mean, all in all, like, this game has a little bit of everything, right? It's got... um like the naval combat, it's got a bit of the role playing. It's got, you know, the the economy, the buying and selling. Um, it's got, I mean, in, in a way, it's got like the Paragon Renegade split of like, are you just gonna be a merciless pirate, or are you gonna, um, are you gonna help out, you know, the missionaries or the refugees or the governors going from town to town. It's got the tactical land uh, warfare, if you will. It's got the classic, you know, I've been wronged and I'm going to get revenge storyline. I mean, one thing as well that is a, I don't, I don't think, you know, most games did back, back in the day, if you will. Um, You could totally just ignore the family plot. Yeah. Like you, you could just completely ignore pretty much everything in the games if you wanted to. You could do whatever you want and you don't have to do anything over the other. Um, yeah, which I thought was kind of neat. Yeah, if you just wanted to sail around and listen to the sea shanties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you have any closing thoughts? Um, what would you rate it? I'm thinking of Yosuke. Um, because, like, it's just fun to hang out with. Yeah, that's, that's primarily my train of thought there. He, he kind of looks like a pirate too, I guess. Kind of doesn't. He? <laughs> Black and orange sails, maybe. Maybe, maybe. I guess How... Kanji's Kanji's got the skull T-shirt though, doesn't he? He does. Mm. Mm. I I don't I liked it's it, no, but it's not like it's no Kanji, that's for sure. It's just how it is. <laughs> That's fair. I think Yosuke. Uh, I think Yosuke is a fair one. So yeah, I would probably um, give it a Yosuke as well. I think that's a very apt um, definer. It, for me, it doesn't really kind of fit any of the molds. But uh, just like a true pirate. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I feel like pirates are pretty stereotypical. Pirates have. Uh, yeah. No. There's definitely a pirate mold. Mm, it's true. 
Ye be telling the truth there, matey. Hi. All right. <laughs> be sure to tell your friends about the podcast, Scallywags. <laughs> or we'll make you walk the plank. Um. <laughs> yes, thank you very much for listening. Yes, um, we, we, yeah, we appreciate it. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, you go. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, this is, okay. I'm trying to think of what a pirate would say. You're trying to think of how you would send a pirate off? Yeah. Uh, or blast him off again? <clears throat> um, no, that's not the pirate. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we be taking a parlay on this episode of the Velvet Room Review. Be sure to tell your friends about the podcast and subscribe. Otherwise, you're a rotten colonialist, <laughs> Brit British. Um, what's what's a pirate like insult? A pirate insult? I don't. I didn't look this up ahead of time. I know. They, they don't talk enough in the game to give you like oh, good oh, insults. Oh, I know. I know. Um, yeah. Tell your friends about the podcast, or you'll be a landlubber. Okay, I think that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you very All much for right. listening. <laughs> we'll be we'll be signing off now. We be sailing for brighter seas. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs>